The world changed when Superman flew across the sky, and then it changed again when he didn't. And that's why we're here. It's taken some work, but we finally have them. The worst of the worst. We want to build a team of some very bad people who think they can do some good. Because in a world of flying men and monsters, this is the only way to make a podcast. You can't fight in here, this is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Go ahead. Make my day. Best day we wore here. That's Brad. Everybody on? Good. Great. Wonderful. Thank you for joining us for the first episode of Facing Off Podcast. That's where we take two movies that we find to be similar and we compare, contrast, and rate them based on some metrics we came up with. I'm one of your hosts, Gabe Siegel. And I'm one of your other hosts, Nick Tellier. And I'm actually the only other host. That's a confusing statement. What's up, only other host? How you been? (laughs) Doing well, man. Uh, You know, work is work. It's hard and stuff. So, you know. How are the kiddos? This is good. They're good. I don't have kiddos. Gabe's, if you missed our intro, it's because I work for a school, so... Yeah, that's why Gabe asked that. I don't have children. Cool. How are yeah. the um, How are your bags? children, Gabe? <laughs> oh, my children are doing all right. Probably. I should probably actually check on that at some point. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, good to see you, man. I'm you too. Uh, excited to get this started with our first two movies. Yeah, me um, too. I didn't. We we didn't get to to find out how you are though. How are I'm you? doing all right. I'm doing all right. I uh, am uh, looking for work, but you know what? By the time this episode comes out, I will have a job and I will be paid two hundred thousand dollars an hour. So, dude, and it, it means to it. Gabe means business because he just pinned that onto his uh, vision board. Yeah, I did. Um, I have a big vision, but uh, <laughs> today uh, we're going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy versus Suicide Squad, yes. uh, two comic book movies, but Nick, why don't you uh, give us a little synopsis before we get started? Right, so the common thread between these two movies is that they are about uh, a band of outlaw people with yeah. powers or abilities or skills or baseball bats or whatever. <laughs> Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy takes place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and um, it's about uh, a group of outlaws who are imprisoned together. Namely, they are Gamora, uh, Star-Lord, Rocket, Groot, and Drax, and uh, that group bands together in a galaxy far, far away to Mm. uh, take on Ronan the Accuser, uh, played by the deep-voiced Lee Pace Cardiff Electric. Cardiff Electric. Um, and he uh, he's really into genocide, so they stop him from genociding. Oh, man. So uh, many genocides. Spoiler alert, by the way. Oh, yeah. You forgot to say that. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, before we continue, just a couple disclaimers. We are not experts. We don't claim to be experts. This no. is our opinion. Please let us know what your opinion is. We're open to all opinions, and we love to hear it. Um, but this is what we feel about these two movies. And the second... Uh, disclaimer is spoiler alert, and uh, you know we we did we said that in the intro, and right. honestly, the names of the movies are in the the name of the podcast. Yeah, so if the, you haven't the title seen of this episode, so you know if you haven't seen it, and we just spoiled it for you, I'm really sorry, but I'm not really. I'm not yeah, really thank sorry. you for listening, but please go and watch these movies yeah. so you can understand, especially Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. 
Uh, Suicide Squad is also about a band of outlaws, but um, they are not banded together by their own free will. They are banded together by um, by Amanda explosive Waller. collars? <laughs> and her explosive uh, like little chips that she puts in all of their their necks it's a dc universe movie and amanda waller bands together this squad of uh uh sort of super powered people or whatever and uh she's a corrupt government agent and she wants them to do good uh yeah because they're bad yeah uh, um or something and then they take on one of their own who turns rogue um it and becomes it's, like a and it's Who kind of a witch. It's kind of a cluster of just strangeness, but uh, yeah, it's a movie, and it's similar to Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> in that it's about a group of outlaws. Yeah. So we put them together, and uh, we're going to talk about them. You want to go over the categories? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's just about like two outlaws or uh, two groups of outlaws, um, and it's also just a good way of showing the differences between Marvel and DC, and we'll get into that with our oh, categories yeah. here. So uh, we're actually going to do our categories that we mentioned in the intro episode, our five main categories, which are spectacularity, eye candy, actoring, originality and legacy yeah um we and will, we can recap those as we go through them but yeah we're going to use our primary five five right five, yeah, five. categories mm-hmm. uh for this episode so yeah and uh our scale again is one to seven mm-hmm. uh seven being highest obviously and one being lowest and four being neutral or average um and you'll kind of um get the hang of it once we start talking about it yeah um so let's just get it started. Let's start oh, with yeah. spectacularity. Let's start with spectacularity and uh oh boy, which one should we start with? Let's start with Guardians of the Galaxy okay. because it's the okay. better one in our opinions. Okay. Um so spectacularity is how engaged you were with the movie, um whether right. you were checking your phone, were you worried about runtime? Um, Did you notice you the wrong time at all? Yeah, were you ever taken out of the movie? Yeah. Uh, things like that. So let's start with Guardians. Yeah, so Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, I'll just go ahead and start with my rating. My rating for Guardians is is a solid five. Okay. It is a good movie. It's engaging. It's fun mm-hmm. to watch. Um, it's not my personal favorite Marvel movie. Uh, it's up there for but, me, but it's not my favorite. Yeah. yeah, but it's fun to watch. I can remember, you know, I, I don't really, like when I rewatched it, I wasn't like really excited about rewatching it like I might be with some Whoa. other Marvel movies, but I was happy to rewatch it. Is it because um, you've watched it too many times, you think? No. It might be because when I went on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which used to be... Um, Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. R.I.P. That was like last December, and I uh, I went on too early. Almost puked. Almost oh, yeah. puked my pants, dude. Hmm. Wasn't good. Puked your pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. That ride ruined a great movie for you, I guess. No, no, I didn't. I just like, I don't know. It's a good movie. It's fun. It's All definitely right. above average. It's engaging. Yeah. I didn't, you know, didn't notice the runtime um, was, you know, pulled into the movie. A lot of it's driven by the characters for me. Yeah. For this one. Absolutely. And the, and the humor. Um, but yeah, it's a solid five for me. What about you? Uh, it is a six for me um, only because uh, I just feel it, it's very engaging. It's uh, well structured in terms of its comedic and um, I guess dramatic moments. Like the story okay, goes yeah. along with it, it, it's a very exciting origin story. And now that we've seen so many origin stories in Marvel and DC and everything, 
um, that gets kind of tedious. And I think this is one of the more clever ones of bringing a group together. Um, and it's just hmm. really funny. There's not like a lost moment in it. I think the action's really fun. It's nothing super exciting. It's not like Infinity War level. Um, but it is just really fun the whole way through. I'd say the only time I'm like taken out of the movie, for whatever reason, it really bothers me when um, Benicio Del Toro's character, the collector, shows this like footage of how the <laughs> Infinity Stones came about. And it's like for someone must have like uh, made a documentary on all of the worlds where the stones had been. It's a really bizarre thing. I don't like when they do makes stuff me think like, like how many other documentaries has someone made in the galaxy? Right. Are we know? just getting his biased sand uh, standpoint of like how the infinity yeah. stone started? Um, Whoa. yeah, there's stuff like that. <laughs> I think there's just like really good comedic timing in it. And so every single scene like really draws me in and I'm never bored when I watch it. it yeah. You made a couple of really good points. I mean, the, the alternating of the comedy and the, the, the drama or dramatic sequences in the movie is really good. Right. It does have, um, the comedic chops of the actors in this one is real good. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, but let's, uh. Let's pit this okay, against. Okay, so now this is why ball. we are a podcast called Face Off. We get to face these off, and this one is perfect because Suicide Squad, in my personal opinion, is a heaping pile of trash. Yeah. Um, in terms of spectacular, in terms of spectacularity, I give it a two. Yeah, me um, too. Because like it's, whoa. whoa. <laughs> All right, because it's, uh, you know, it's not like so bad that I didn't want. Like you don't really want to keep watching it, but it's close. It's pretty close. It's really close. It's like painfully bad. I would say a big thing for spectacularity with Suicide Squad is the way it's structured. Right. The yeah. story is structured in a really bizarre way. I take just the first fifteen minutes. You don't know what the hell is happening. Nick and I have both seen this movie multiple times, yeah, unfortunately. unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we were turning to each other like every 10 minutes. No, like every 10 minutes. Every two minutes, we'd turn to each other and be like, what the hell is going on? It's the way that they show you the character, uh, who the characters are. They just kind of throw it at you. And it's only some characters. And then it's going back and forth in time. It's really weird. It's structured poorly. There's a scene that we'll talk about later. Um that is truly awful and just yeah. takes away from the momentum that the movie has. Yeah, it's just like it's the editing and it's the 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 Things way that like... it's structured. It's just it there I mean if this is a category and it is spectacularity, a category that um is a lot about is does this movie take you out of or does anything in the movie take you out of your viewing experience? Yes. Suicide so Squad much. has multiple things. I mean that they take drop characters in. There's yeah. a character named Katana whose sword traps the souls of those it kills. Oh my um, God. She's dropped in like 90 minutes into the movie or something. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And then she's just like, look, she's sword girl. Yeah. Look and there's like Slipknot is like a character who climbs <laughs> things and like you don't get a background description on no. him. So of course he's the one that they kill to show that they're not free to do whatever they want. I you know what? Fuck this movie. But he's a he's a really dumb character. But I'm giving it a two instead of a one because it's still like a car crash, like where you yeah. like you can't look away. No, yeah, it is the it's the room of uh yeah. of superhero movies. Hundred percent. It's 
it's garbage. It's yeah. a garbage movie, but it is kind of fun to be like, what the? Why did they do that? Yeah, I what, mean... What? Of course he died there. What an idiot. Yeah, I mean, that's... Only upon this viewing did I realize that he was, of course, going to die first because they didn't give him a background like they did everyone else. That's, yeah. That's terrible uh, story structuring or whatever the hell it is. Um, all right, wow. so let's move on. That's a two from both of us. What do you want to do yeah, next? We have plenty of time to crap on this movie, so let's talk about... Um, let's do eye candy next. You want to do eye candy? So eye candy is how okay. visually stunning the movie was. I'm taking a hard line stance on eye candy. Okay, go ahead. Good. Okay, so eye candy just uh, uh, reiterate is basically just uh, how visually stunning the movie was. Like, was it good use of CGI? Good production design, uh, costumes, makeup, anything that is visual. We're going to talk about here: cinematography, what have you. Right. So uh, why don't you start it off? Let's start on Suicide Squad since we're already on Okay, this I am going to give Suicide movie. Squad, and I'm just going to let the audience know at this point that this is, we have recorded this episode multiple times. Yeah, we had A little to. behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. We had to try and figure out how to get this podcast to not sound like a heaping pile of garbage. And, and unfortunately, it still does. But, but yeah. you know, whatever. So I think before this moment, I I may have rated this higher, and I'm just going to take a hard line stance on a one for Mm. Suicide Squad, because it is inexcusable that the budgets are almost the same for these movies. Yeah, $175 for each of them. Well, I guess Guardians was like $5 more or something. Yeah. And Suicide Squad- They're wildly different in quality. (laughs) Yeah, Suicide Squad, the quality of Suicide Squad is horrible. There are CGI helicopters- the 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 bad guy that's not Cara 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 Delevingne yeah whatever her brother yeah bad guy looks like the Scorpion King from the Scorpion King or the Mummy from the yeah. Mummy which are movies or that- the Scorpion King from the Mummy whoa and those are those are old movies that the CGI does not hold up right and it looks almost the same as those. Like it's yeah. a video game. The helicopters especially. I don't even know why they couldn't just get helicopters for the movie with that kind of budget. Yeah. And there's like a part when a, hel- a helicopter just like touches down and the front of the helicopter, it's just a piece of the helicopter and or like a portion of it and it touches down and you could tell that it, it looks like it's like from a video game or something. Yeah, it's like a flight simulator. It's it's awful. And it's not like there's anything in the movie to me that saves eye candy from being no. of the lowest possible rating that we can give on our For me, show. I'm going to give it a two because there are like... I do like some of the visual parts with like Harley Quinn and Joker and then like Deadshot. But the things in the past are okay and kind of cool. Um... And there's, like, some cool, like, army scenes, I guess. But, like, the only reason why I'm not giving it a one is there are a lot of bad movies out there. And you can really tell when a movie doesn't have a good budget. It's crazy that this one looks the way it does with the budget it has. Right. Yeah, But there are worse action movies out there, worse CGI things. And I think because neither of us saw it in theaters, we don't really know how it would have looked in its, like, intended form. So I'm going to give it a two. But I'm I'm really close to giving it a one. I mean, there's nothing. Oh, I, the El Diablo scene. Yeah. When there's like security yes, footage and exactly. he's burning everyone, is just like fake fire. It looks like a TV show, like it looks like a TV show pilot that hasn't gotten its money yet. Yeah. Or like a music video. It's, yeah. Yes, it's. I just think it's inexcusable. It's that, pretty bad that it's that bad, and there isn't anything about it. Like with some of the movies that we we talk about, or we we're when we're thinking about doing the episodes, we're. 
like I think like okay, well this thing could redeem it in this category, you right. know, like like maybe for example in this movie you would think like costume. Maybe the costumes are are good enough that they kind of save this from the yeah, worst Harley possible Quinn's rating. costume is cool, I guess. I think it's bad. I think it's super Yeah, it's kind of bad too. I think it's like, "Oh, cool. You and like the Joker's every oh. the everything about the Joker in this movie." Fuck Jared Leto. We're going to talk about acting. Absolutely ridiculous. I just think that every element of the like every visual element of this movie is on is not pleasing to me. It's I, unpleasant. It's I agree. Just I'm just giving it a two just because I've seen I've seen worse. But uh, let's it. compare it to Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. So Guardians. Uh, I gave it a five. Yeah. Same. I gave it's, it a five. It's above average. It's yeah. visually, especially for the genre. It's like uh, it's a good use of budget. It doesn't look bad at all. Even on like no. a computer There's screen. There's a couple it spectacular look that bad. scenes, like the the scene um, when the fleet like matches yeah. up together to like stop Ronan's ship. Is that Xandar? Is that the plan? Uh, yeah, the Xandarian the, fleet. Yeah. yeah, they make that like mesh web. Yeah, and they that's hold really back, cool. Yeah, uh, Ronan's ship. That's a cool scene. That that's is cool. Pretty spectacular. Um, I like a lot of the scenes. I think like uh, you had mentioned this, but like a really good way of of showing the differences in quality in terms of the budget mm-hmm. is that both movies have a physically large character, like a supernaturally large character, mm-hmm. um, the brother of Cara Delevingne's like enchantress character, and then um, Groot. And Groot looks cool. Like it looks like a, a tree. It has like very intricate designs into his yeah. like arms and legs and stuff. And a lot of the scenes that are visually great have to do with him. Like the right. scenes where he has like the fireflies or uh, protects them in that like ball of Tree. sticks, which would actually hurt. Yeah. I uh, just got to point out, but I think it's like visually fine. Um, you know, it's going to age pretty well. Uh, I'm just going to give it the, so I, I maybe would have given it like an average rating, but I'm going to give it a five mostly because I think the the way that they do the credit sequence at the beginning is, oh, is yeah, visually really awesome. I loved it. And I saw it at Disneyland in that little theater where Captain EO plays before it came out. And I loved it. It's a, yeah, it's an above average. I think it's even uh, maybe I would say maybe slightly above like the Marvel standard for a, yeah. a well done, you know, visually well done movie. Totally. Uh, um, all right, so let's yeah. move on. To, so that's a five from both of us, right? Uh, yeah. And then we'll move on to actoring. Actoring yeah. is uh, how believable were the actors? Uh, how um, how believable were the actors? Did the directors and writers and producers or whoever allow the actors to act at the best of their abilities? Were the actors acting at the best of their abilities or were they hunk of shit? Uh, <laughs> actors. Um, that's basically what actoring is. So let's start with Guardians of the Galaxy for this one. Okay. So Guardians, Guardians, I give another five. Yeah. I think same. the I think the acting is good. Like I said, the like the comedic chops of the characters or the the actors is something that kind of stands out in this movie to me. Totally. I, I mean, all of the the Marvel movies try and um, try and include that element of humor, and they mostly succeed in doing that and yeah. i think guardians of the galaxy is is maybe one of if not no ragnarok is definitely the one where they succeed the most to me the funniest the funniest yeah in terms yeah. Of, yeah i agree but but the, but i think guardians has like a better story than ragnarok yeah. and a more compelling villain yeah. no i 
that's wrong. Ragnarok just doesn't use the villain. No one is more compelling than Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> that's true. Straight I wasn't up. talking about him. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum as Jeff Goldblum from another planet was pretty good. <laughs> it's really good. But back to Guardians. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you, you can't go wrong if you've got Chris Pratt and you know, Bradley Cooper's amazing yeah. in this as the voice of a cybernetic raccoon, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and... I mean, you're going to talk about Drax, I think. Yeah, right? I mean, I Dave Batista. So I'm giving it a five as well. Yeah. Those are all really good points. I mean, the thing is, it's comedically great, um, and, and some, and they are compelling characters. I really do care about them, and I think that's a great part about the movie. Is James Gunn gets you, he gives you enough background with each of the characters for you to care about them, especially the villain. I mean, it's like the most compelling villain. Um, out of all the Marvel movies for me, besides like Black Panther and then uh, Thanos and Infinity War and Ooh, Endgame. Okay. Um, for me, I, I just love Ronan the Because you just have a boner for Lee Pace, dude. dude Lee, I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> uh, that voice. Uh, yeah, so... He is I, awesome in this. I, I think that Dave Bautista... It, the fact that they could take someone like Dave Bautista, who is attempting to be a new Dwayne Johnson, The Rock... Mm-hmm. Uh, is great and and it actually succeeded and he is really funny and he's just a good character i love that um so it was fine it's it's a five it's above average it's not you're not gonna have like really good performances in most um comic book movies besides like endgame and some of the captain america movies but it was fun uh and and i uh, I believed all them and it was good writing for them and and like you said in black panther I think Michael, yeah. I think Michael B. Jordan and Black oh, Panther is an amazing so performance. good. Yeah, I mean that's but, he's so good. I mean, uh, yeah, but I think this is like another great moment to compare it to Suicide Squad um, because there's a lot going on with Suicide Squad with that cast and the writing and the directing and the production. But that's, not, but to me, not necessarily the acting. So I give it yeah. a three in actoring. Whoa, this time around, Huge. because. So your score is going to end up being the same because you went down on one. And yeah, up yeah, on one. Okay. exactly. But but I do like I give it a three because I don't think it's average because I don't think it can be because the writing is so. It's the worst goofy. written. I I wanted to say unrealistic, but like obviously it's a movie that takes place where when like there are superheroes. No, it's just unbelievable, you Superman. Can't... But it's unbelievable. I mean, yeah. Amanda Waller, who's the most normal character, she's a corrupt politician. So aren't they all? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she says about a character. Let's just say I put him in the hole and threw away the hole. Yeah. And it's like, well, nobody says that. And what does that mean? And what why is it would, like a hole from Acme? And why? Uh, and why tunes? would a highly educated, like, like, genius level congresswoman or whatever she is, do and say something like that? They just give her a million ridiculous lines in a row. The opening of the movie is her giving a bunch of speeches and making these like quotes as if people speak in that way. And the thing is, Viola Davis is one of the best actor actresses of all time so it's so it's weird. really fucking bizarre <laughs> it's um, so weird i'm gonna give it a two i i agree with that i'm gonna give it a two uh because there are acting performances that are just bad i don't believe that it's the writing like i jared leto took some liberties with his okay, acting yeah, that enough. i really didn't like joel kinnaman sucks he took some liberties <laughs> yeah he took a lot of he liberties took, he took just a few yeah he's like fucking gay people used dildo or used, used uh, condoms. condoms so that 
he probably gave them used dildos as well, but like so that he didn't he like give them a dead pig and they were like, what pig, are we gonna like do with dead this rat? That and then they like, like looked around and were like, oh, we should like, cook it. Yo, but like the Joker would have done that. He would have sent his friends. That's like no. Yeah, his just version of the Joker is not good. Yeah, especially after we've seen the new one with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, it's just like. Yeah, okay. Oh, Killer Croc is bad. I think the the yeah, big issue for one. me is the the writing the writing is unbelievable with some of the good characters like Harley Quinn and Amanda Waller. I don't like the writing. No. I mean, the only one that's fine is like Kill Deadshot or whatever. Um Yeah. Sort yeah. of, but he kind of goes, "What is this? Cheerleading tryouts? Like do cheerleaders try out with guns?" I don't get that line. Um, that, but I think the, that's it. There's, there's an in, like you cannot count how many times that that you have to look to someone. And I hope you watch this movie with somebody else. Don't yeah. watch it by yourself. Yeah, because it's not fun. It's almost like a suicide watch. Oh, thing. <laughs> it's, there's so many times you turn to the other person you're watching with, and you're like, "What? Yeah, what? Why did they bad. say that?" There's also some like racist caricatures of certain characters yeah. in our opinions. Yeah, it's bad. I'm going to give it a two. Let's move on from that, though. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to originality. Uh, let's talk about Suicide Squad since we're on the speak All of right. the So devil. this is another, like, this is a common theme, obviously. But for a lot, for me, for a lot of these ratings for Suicide Squad, it's like, well, it wasn't quite the worst thing ever. And that's the same for this. Like, it's not quite the least original thing ever. Originality yeah. is a category where we ask ourselves, like, you know, uh, did this need to be made, first right. and foremost? Especially if it's adapted from something. Yeah. If it's, a, yeah. Especially in the case of comic book movies, because mm -hmm. they're obviously all adapted from something. And in this case, like, yeah, I think it needed to be made. Did they make it correctly? No. Yeah, Not it's all. all about like the execution in terms of like how creative they got with it. Um, beyond just like how did it, how did it need to get made? That I mean, that's like the main question we ask ourselves. Um, but beyond that, like, were there things that were clever? Does it really stand out in the genre? Does it stand out um, compared to other things? Were the things that you remembered because you'd never seen that before? Stuff like that. Um, and I think Nick made a good point because like. The thing is, for me, I think Suicide Squad is uniquely one of the worst movies ever made yeah. um, because of editing and agree. stuff. But when we break it down into these metrics, like I'm not going to give it a, a one on originality because we hadn't really seen a movie like that. No. So I gave it a two. Did you give it a two? I gave it a two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I just think that it probably needed to be made because DC needed something. They needed something fun and kind of funny, but also dark because that was kind of their theme. And it is a good comic book from what I know. Um, yeah. They're but, really cool characters. Yeah. But to me, like the only thing about it that is, you know... It's just not creative. Has, yeah, has any merit and, and is creative at all is the fact that they made it. Yeah. And that's like... I agree. Such, like the bare, that's lazy. That's the bare minimum. Right. Like you made it and it should have been made, so thanks. But right. like you botched everything about it. Nothing is creative. The way that it's done, you know, the storyline's not creative. The way that they come together isn't creative. Like it's just none of it is original. And sometimes movies that are really bad are very memorable. There's not a lot of memorable moments in this. There's like funny lines and stuff that Nick and I repeat to each other, but it's just like not. No, like the final like battle with the Enchantress is just stupid. Like it's not. Yeah. Before. Okay. So before we move on to Guardians, there's like one point I wanted to make about originality. I think 
there's a good difference to be made or a good comparison to be made between the two in terms of their use of soundtrack. Yeah. Um, Suicide Squad has like 30 popular songs from all, all <laughs> ages, uh, 30 popular songs, and you get like 10 second snippets of each of them. It's like a CGI fuckfest power hour. <laughs> it's it's a power hour. It's and it's really frustrating and there are weird choices. There's no creativity and you can kind of tell that they must have messed up their budget with stuff like that. Hiring a bunch of great actors, um paying way too much for just CGI and nothing and not like set design and then um getting a huge soundtrack. Whereas Guardians of the Galaxy, which uh for originality uh what are you giving it? I gave it a six. Yeah, I gave it a six as well. And one thing, I love their use of soundtrack. It's, I mean, it's yeah. famous for that. Besides yeah, Baby Driver, I can't think of a movie that's more famous for uh, its use, a non-musical was, movie. And I mean, if this is a category that we're talking about how creative something is, it's an extremely creative use yeah. of soundtrack. It's new. It's not been done. Right. So, you know, um, to, to have these like retro songs that they were like popular, but they weren't necessarily like the yeah, most popular in their, at their time, time. They weren't like yeah. really popular. I mean, there's a song, uh, oh, I forget the name right now, but there's a song in it that, that came up really high on charts when the movie uh, recently, was released. Come and get your love. Yeah. Or I hooked so. on a feeling. One of Either the two. Of those. Yeah. They, they, it went shot up really high on charts that it didn't even come close to being as, as, as high as it was right. you know, back when it was released. You know, it has songs that 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 people like. I love kids, the soundtrack. Kids just refer to as like the Guardian song, right? Which is crazy. It. Like, it's it's a very unique way of of uh, using soundtrack, and yeah. it ties into the character Star Lord, Chris Pratt's character in the movie, right? Um, and so it has like a very sentimental. The music has a sentimental uh, value to it in the the world of the movie, which is I awesome. Agree. It's fantastic. Yeah, and other, whereas whereas with Suicide Squad has no sentimental value. No, anyone like in the movie. A random Eminem song is put in there, like that has nothing to do with what's going on. It's just yeah, or it's, it's on the poor. or it's too on the nose. Um, yeah, another thing that Nick and I have discussed that both of us, I would say, a, a lot of people when they heard about Guardians of the Galaxy being made, especially when Marvel was starting to get its rhythm. A lot of us were pretty skeptical because right. no one really read. I mean, that's like a pretty obscure comic. There were, I know people who read the comics, but like it wasn't a very popular one. No. Um, and I remember hearing that Bradley Cooper was going to play like a CGI raccoon and Dave Bautista was going to be in it. And like, I just kept reading all this stuff. And they, you know, at that point I loved Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec, but I didn't really believe he could be like a big movie star. So there were all these things leading into it where we kind of, um, we're skeptical. Yeah. And, uh, you know, originality wise, like it really shocked us. It was a surprising right. hit. It was amazing. I remember laughing my ass off in the theater when I thought the trailers looked stupid. Um, I very much judged a book by its cover and right. I was happily pleased and surprised with what they gave me. Yeah. And I was very surprised that Chris Pratt could get shredded up. Oh, he was so shredded. He's cut the part where like they a, blast him with the orange, cut um, like a diamond, or, dude. The carrot juice or whatever, the stuff. I yeah. don't know what they're doing in that prison, but they, it's carrot clean juice, dude. Yeah. It's to nourish his muscles. Yeah. A lot of carotene. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, we're both going to give it a six. It was really original and it does stand out. And I think it definitely needed to be made. Yeah, for um, sure. So right. let's, let's finish it up with legacy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give guardians of the galaxy a six. 
Okay, I gave it a six as well. Okay, good. And I think this is because uh, you've worked your way up to that the yeah, more you thought about it. Um, the reason I'm giving it a six is because though it's not necessarily my favorite, uh, or you know, maybe for some people it is their favorite, the first one really holds up. And people still talk about the first one probably more than they talk about the second one. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And those characters have lived on and become fan favorites. And they're, you know, Infinity War is like the best Guardians of the Galaxy movie, um, even though it's not a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, because yeah. they're so it's good true. and the characters are so great. And I think so. James Gunn was going to make Guardians of the Galaxy three and he got fired because he made some like baby rape jokes um, because he's a provocative, <laughs> you know, just casual baby rape jokes, you know, no big D. Um but anyways, it, it was something that happened 10 years ago, and he apologized for it, and the fans were so upset. Fans of just Guardians were so upset that they all came together and, like, petitioned and, like, rioted yeah. so that uh, he would get hired again. And, of course, he's back on as the yeah, Guardians because he, he basically made a masterpiece. Like, yeah. he turned, he turned, I don't want to say he turned, It doesn't you know, get old. He turned, like, shit into gold, but he, like, it's, like, he made yeah. he made gold like he right. struck gold this is he a great like bronze into gold yeah yeah there you yeah. Go. it's a great movie it has a lot of things about it live on and and where you, you like just like we talked about in originality you know we're creative and unique enough that they they live on and there's not right. a whole lot to say negative about the movie yeah in terms of its legacy yeah, it's um, lived on. Whereas uh, with Suicide Squad, there's a whole lot of bad to talk about. This is an interesting topic, though, because it's true. It hasn't died. No, like a lot of DC movies, there could like a lot of DC movies have died. This one has has lived on. In fact, James Gunn mm -hmm. is making another one. Yeah. And at first, we all thought it was a remake, that he was just recreating it. But there are a lot of the same actors. So I don't know if it's a remake uh, yeah, or if he's just extending I it and doing it properly. I don't quite understand what's going on with it. But, I mean, it's it's got spinoffs. Harley Quinn's got her own. Harley Quinn has like five movies coming out. You know? Including and, Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah, the, the unfortunate thing is the trailer makes it look very much like it's written a lot like this movie yeah. was. In a, like a really... It's kind of silly and the title is dumb and the title is dumb i think a lot of it is it's just she's like a, annoying it's just like a vehicle for margot robbie yeah like I, just, I love margot robbie don't get me wrong yeah I just, she's a good her as harley quinn like that she's symmetrical as bad hell, dude. guys it's what we do <laughs> yeah yeah I, it just doesn't i don't know i yeah the, it, it it's just, like it a just, weird thing it doesn't make sense that it has the legacy that it does but it but it kind of does make sense because like we said it should it should be made it's a cool yeah. it's a cool comic uh narrative to turn into a movie and it should be good but it this this iteration of it is not good it's bad it, one part of it lives on like you said it's the room of comic book movies and i think that's a great point because it's hilarious to talk about it's definitely funny to watch with friends because it's bad but it also hurts your head it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's we're going to talk about some of our we're going to talk about some of our favorite scenes to hate from the movie. Yeah, in so, a bit. But let's add up our scores. Yeah, add it up, big boy. There's an obvious winner here. Guardians of the Galaxy is going to win this. I yeah. Mean, for me, I think my scores add up to a total of twenty-seven. Yeah, mine's a twenty-eight. Yeah, and uh, so that's that's good. Twenty-eight out of thirty-five. So uh, what what is that? Matt is 
pause for 55? math. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 55? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Big 55, time math guy. 55, and then Suicide Squad gets a 10 for me. Yeah, Suicide Squad got a 10 for me as well, it's so like a 20, 20 out of 70, which... Uh, I think it's like a 20% or something. Uh, Maybe a little higher than that. It's pretty close to what the actual critical score was on uh, Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. It's, it's bad. It's not a good Honestly, movie. Honestly, it probably should be worse, but I, I have to give it credit where credit's due. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, let's move on to some like accolades, some things that we sure. want to point out that we like and hate about each of the movies. So uh, we'll just start with the MVP. Who won the movie? Uh, movies for you uh the winner of the movies is for me is uh bradley cooper the coops the coops uh, comes through with just the best vocal performance dude (laughs) he's a great singer that was horrible yeah he's really good in in this and in a star is born very the range love him in both he plays a cybernetic raccoon in stars born and stars born and uh and an alcoholic singer in this movie yeah Yeah. right seriously though it's amazing that he plays rocket i didn't i didn't figure that out he's very committed to for like a long time after i saw this movie the first time even knowing it now i sometimes that's bradley cooper yeah Yeah. even rewatching it i was like god i can't believe that's bradley cooper it's good mvp like what a great performance to just come out of nowhere to to Voice a cybernetic raccoon. Yeah, and he's so good at it. Like so committed. Weird New York accent. Yeah, and like make him like, like oddly deep and relatable. Yeah, like a yeah. He might be the most relatable character in the movie, and he's a he's like a raccoon. Yeah, I always say vocabulistics instead of vocabulary as well. It's very relatable. Um, Yeah, I mean it's hard for me. I do love Drax a lot, and I do love Rocket, and I I love Star Lord, and uh, all the characters are really good. for me, the MVP, it's like a two-way tie. Okay. It's actually, you know what? I'm going to go with James Gunn as the MVP because he took something that I didn't really think could work and he made it so great. And he is clearly MVP because not only did he continue on Guardians of the Galaxy to the fact that there's uh, to the point where there's three movies, uh, you know, one in the works um, and Infinity War and Endgame, uh, Endgame mm-hmm. but he also is now doing Suicide Squad. So he wins. He's the MVP. Um, LVP, for me, is DC. Yeah, they just can't get it right. This was when it was very obvious that they could not get it right. It was no longer Zack Snyder. Aquaman? Well, but this was like (laughs) when everyone... (laughs) No, I haven't, but I I will. You should. Yeah, we'll figure out something to do an episode for that. Because it's a... Yeah, I'm not excited to watch it. Um, You should be. Yeah, uh, it's the room permission to come aboard. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I just I don't really want to watch. uh, I'm off track, but the thing is, DC was it started out horribly. Um, I liked Man of Steel, but it was very divisive. A lot of people did not like it, and then they did Batman versus Superman, which nobody liked. Uh, and then they did uh, Suicide Squad, and somehow, to me at least, Suicide Squad was way worse than Batman versus Superman. It is. It's worse. It's way worse. And uh, yeah, that's it. so. DC lost this for me. I don't know who your LVP is. I mean, it's <laughs> count them off, dude. As, as there's so many. Uh, 
It it might be, I mean, it could be Slipknot, the character that climbs real good, who dies real fast. That guy's uh, actually a pretty good actor, too. I, I know. It could be um, it could be Killer Croc, who's actually, like, a really awesome character that I really loved from, like, the Batman comics that are, uh, are uh, Batman cartoons that I used hey to man, watch. Hey, man, you're I was the kid. one who chooses to live in the sewer up there. Yeah. Okay. And now he's just like this racist caricature that... Yeah, that there's requests, a moment when... He requests BET as his only thing in... In, in prison. prison. Yeah. To improve his prison life. Like, yeah. come on, really? Well, maybe uh, be, my least valuable program. scene is the scene that we went and got Chinese food in where... Oh, God. Like, an out, more than an hour and a half in the movie, the action... The, the movie is... Suicide Squad is essentially just a slow, very slow... Uh, progression to a very not good ending. Yeah. And in the middle of that already slow progression, it just pauses and your motley crew of of suicide squatters just goes into an abandoned hotel like and just like drinks and yeah, talks. It, it's like an it's hour like, dude, really? and 40 minutes into the movie. Already some momentum. They're already going after the bad guys. They know about all these like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle bad guy type yeah. things. The um, bubble people? Yeah, whatever the hell. They're like ash-faced. I, I don't know what the hell they are. but um, did, you, did you say ash or ass? Yeah, ash. Both. <laughs> yes. Pick and choose. Um, yeah, but they're, they're already going after them. And they're, for whatever reason, at that moment, mad at Amanda Waller. They're not just mad at her for the whole... In the, uh, in the whole movie. No, they just all of a sudden are like, man, yeah. I'm mad now at what Let's we have Let's go drink to do. and then share depressing stories. And they listen to El Diablo talk about how he burned his family alive. Um, it's weird. I don't oh, God, like it. Dude. It kind of like... That's I so I like... I like Margot Robbie, but it's another scene where Harley Quinn's really annoying. And I don't know how anyone saw that movie and saw that scene and was like, you know what we need more of? Her. Let's I think, make five more movies Dude, I think her. the only person that thought that is Margot Robbie. Yeah. Well, she good became, for her. Get that because money. She, because honestly, she, she got, a big I think star. she got really into the character who's right. a good, Harley Quinn's a cool character. It is a cool character. You, you, you just like, guess. like, why? Let's just, yeah. It's just. Why? Why is the movie? Yeah, Why? do you have like a favorite scene from either of these movies? Favorite or? scene from Guardians, because it's definitely not from Suicide Squad, <laughs> is um, I like the prison escape scene a lot. Same with me. That's my favorite scene. Yeah, another rocket highlight scene. When sure. he tells him to speech. steal the... Yeah, well, he has like, oh, that too. Yeah. the Are you talking oh, about Oh, that's when, when like, they enter the prison, right. I guess. Yeah. Your introduction to him. He's like, uh, if you want to get to him, you gotta go through us. But I mean, that's more another... specifically, we go through yo. It's <laughs> a great impression. Thanks. It's, it's just really another not. example why the movie Guardians is so much better than Suicide Squad. Yeah, the totally. way that they meet is in this prison. Yeah, really, the how characters. they get to know each other. How they yeah. get to know each other is in this right. this prison where they're forced to and, be together. And, and they're compelling characters, especially as a unit. Like you really want to root for these guys, yeah, even I, though they're bad people, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess let's just leave it off with that. Um, we would sometimes do like a little bit of a facelift, uh, if we wanted to remake a movie, there's just too much that we would have to remake with Suicide Squad. I mean, if real quick, if, if you were to remake Suicide Squad, give it a facelift, I say, don't make Enchantress the bad guy. No. Use Enchantress as a good guy. Cause she's honestly the most powerful of those characters. Right. So in the earlier in the movie, she disappears. She gets some like Intel from Tehran and brings it back. 
have her do that, but get caught by somebody. Yeah. And then all of the other guys who don't have incredible supernatural powers have to go save her. Right. And go against someone like, I, I don't want to say there should have been more Jared Leto in the movie, but go against someone like the Joker. Yeah. Like some... Have the twist be that the Joker's working with terrorists. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I just think that beyond everything, you just need to make the characters more compelling. Make us care about yes, them. Yes, please. Make the villain interesting because, he, you know, both movies have faceless monsters that work for them. But, like, that's okay if the person that's leading them is interesting and someone right. you want to hate or someone you just want to learn more about. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, but so that's our um, face left. let's do a recommendation. Yeah, recommendation for those of you who haven't watched it. There's a good uh, TV show that's kind of in this same vein, yeah, uh, which is called The Boys. It's on Amazon Prime. It's made by uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. It's basically um, imagine a world where there are superheroes, but they kind of market themselves and they're run by this big organization, uh, this big like evil corporation that. Um, you know, markets them, sells their product, and uh, does some shady stuff. And the superheroes once in a while abuse their powers and get out of line. So a ragtag group of boys uh, get together and spank them when they get out of line. So it's it's really funny. It's uh, it's cool. It's a good show. I don't yeah. know if it's like amazing, but it's a good show. No, I really like it, and it's adapted from a graphic novel right. series that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, I say go out and watch it. Yeah, it's fun. I definitely recommend that one. Yeah. Um, um, and then uh, just let us know if uh, you have any feedback, any things that you want us yeah. to do, or if you have some recommendations uh, about something along these lines, or just recommendations for other movies that we should watch and talk about. Um, you can send us an email at facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can find us on Instagram, on our social meets. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, just look up Facing Off Podcast and you'll see our poster with our two stupid faces. <laughs> uh, where Nick actually looks like a villain, a more compelling villain than uh, Joker, <laughs> just based off of the poster. Um, wow, dude. Just such a compliment. Yeah. So uh, next week, we're going to be talking about Gone Girl versus, or uh, not next week, but in a few episodes, we're going to. Or next epic God, I'm an idiot. Next we're gonna episode, gone we're going to talk about Gone Girl and A Simple Favor. So if you haven't seen those movies, go watch them. Right. Uh, we especially uh, another recommend. one that's going to come up because it's almost Halloween time. We're going to do uh, Hereditary versus Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. And uh, then eventually. We got a Tarantino. We'll do a Tarantino uh, episode. Yeah. And we got a bunch coming for you. We got a bunch of different genres. Uh, we're really happy to have you along. Um, yeah. Please let us know what you think. Uh like rate subscribe um share it with your friends share it with your family share it with your children don't share it with your children yeah maybe i don't know unless they're old i i don't know um but yeah uh you got a little send off mm. this bird is baked this bird is baked <laughs> all right see ya see you everybody <laughs>